0: Man, from the beginning of this service, seems like every song that has been sung has confirmed what I feel to share tonight. I have no idea how long this is going to go. I know it's a work night, and I will be mindful of the clock. I don't think I'll be real long. I really don't. But I just want God to take his time. Yes, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Is that all right? Before we go into the Word, I just want to say how good it is to see everyone here tonight. I want to um, say how good it is to see, for the very first time in service, this is her very first service in the Pentecostal Apostolic Rock Church here, to have Sister Scott with us. good to have brother and sister Scott, amen. Also, I want to say how excited I am, brother Victor is, is, has decided to make this his home church for him and his family. So excited brother Victor to have you part of us, amen. And uh, I appreciate Brother Victor's spirit. I appreciate Brother Andy's attitude and spirit of reaching out to Brother Victor, saying, hey, bro, you got to come experience what's going on over here. Amen. 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 Awesome, awesome, awesome. Amen. Amen. We just want to please the Lord, don't we? Yes, amen. Amen, we want to make it. We want everyone else to make it. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Good to see everyone here on a Wednesday night. I'd like to go to the Hall of Faith tonight, Hebrews chapter 11. I'll read a few verses. We might end up shouting again, I don't know, whatever God wants to do. But I covet His, His anointing. I want the youngster of the Holy Ghost to continue to move. I need the Lord to speak to me and through me tonight. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 7. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became, everybody say became, heir of. Of the righteousness which is by faith. You can't become what God wants you to become without faith. Verse 8. By faith Abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he should have received. After received for an inheritance obeyed. And he went out not knowing whither he went. And by faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Oh, what a city. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. From one came many. From one came many. He was as good as dead, but there was a lamb that was sacrificed. Sacrificed. I don't have time to preach all that. You get it. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off. Talking about the Holy Ghost promise, really. And were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had the opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country that is a heavenly. It's all about heaven. It's all about making it. It's all about arriving at a destination called heaven. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. And by faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. I want to borrow a word from verse number 7. I'll title this message tonight, The Burdens of Becoming. The Burdens of Becoming. Help me pray that God would talk to our hearts and deal with us for the next few minutes. God, I thank you for your presence that we have felt. I'm thankful, Lord, for the praise and the worship that has gone forth in this house. God, your spirit is here. Your Holy Ghost anointing is already here. God, you've already moved in a mighty way in this place. God, I pray you would speak to us, God. Let your word quicken our hearts, make us alive. God, speak and edify to the people tonight in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. God, speak to me and through me. Anoint me in the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Would you give him thanksgiving one more time as you're seated in the presence of the Lord? Praise God. There's songs that we have sang in Pentecost. I may not be what God wants me to be. I'm not. Not what, not what I used to be. How many remember that song? I'm I'm thankful that uh, I'm not what I used to be. I may not be just yet what God's calling me to be, but I'm thankful that I'm not what I used to be. Sing a song in Sunday school. He's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. There are burdens that, we must bear to become who God is calling us to become. Amen. We, we, we want to become who God has called us and who God is calling us to be, but we, we don't always like the burdens that require us to bear to become who God is calling us to become. Hello? Hebrews 11 is a, the faith chapter. We call it the hall of faith. And it is filled with examples of men and women of God who endured and bore heavy burdens to become who God called them to become. Noah bore the burden of building an ark and being ridiculed for the saving of his own house. Abraham bore the burden of offering his son, his only son Isaac, to become the father of many nations. Jacob bore the burden of wrestling with the angel of the Lord not to mention the burden of his name being a deceiver only to become blessed of God and his name be changed to Israel Joseph at a very young age was given dreams by the Lord and at 17 was betrayed by his brothers and sold into slavery and not just betrayed, but sold into slavery and ends up in, in a prison cell in Egypt. And for 22 years, the dream never really came to fruition until he was 39, and his brothers came and bowed before him. He, he bore the burden to become who God was calling him to become. Moses in Hebrews 11:25 chose rather to suffer affliction, With the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Moses bore the burden of going to the backside of a desert for 40 years. Only to be used of God and meet with God at a burning bush. And to go back to Pharaoh and to lead the people out of Egypt and across the Red Sea. He bore the burden in becoming who God called him to be. The great deliverer named Mo. Other names, Gideon, Samson, Samuel, David, Barak. You have a lot of other names there in Hebrews chapter 11 that bore heavy burdens in, in their process of becoming who God wanted them to become. We could spend a lot of time and we could dissect each story if we had more time tonight, which we do not. But suffice it to say, if you want to become who God is calling you to become, you have to first be willing to bear the burdens of becoming who God's calling you to become. Brother Scott didn't know what I was preaching tonight, but he went to Proverbs in the very first words in a scripture that he gave at the beginning of this service was to trust in God the Lord. Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy paths. i got to trust God that I can bear, bear the burden in becoming who God wants me to become. It's not always easy. I know He said Take, uh, take me, take upon me, he said, my burden is light. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. But I'm telling you, you got to be willing to pick up your own burden and to take up your own cross. If you ever want to become who God's called you to become, you got to first be willing to bear the burden of becoming. He will never leave us, he'll never forsake us. He'll never put more on us than we can There's a reason why you are bearing the burden you are bearing right now. I don't know who this message is for, but can I tell somebody in my spirit I feel this right now. With all that's deep down within me, there is a reason why you are bearing the burden. It is because God is trying to help you become who he needs you to become. I feel the Holy Ghost. God wants you to become somebody great in His kingdom. Somebody that He can use. This is a process of becoming. The Bible says in everything, give give thanks even for the burden that God has placed on your life. Why? Because God is trying to make you and help you to become who God wants you to be. He'll never leave us, he'll never forsake us, John 1 and 12, but as many as received him, his plan, his promise. Received him, his will, not my will, but thy will. Even his own flesh cried that out to the spirit. Not my will, but thy will be done. You have to, you have to receive his will, gave he power. I'm thankful for the power of the Holy Ghost. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. God has given us the power, the word of God, the Holy Ghost power in our soul, in our spirit, to become who God is calling us to become. God tarries There's future preachers and preachers' wives, song leaders and Sunday school teachers. God is going to... Uh, help people become who He's calling you to become. But there's some burdens you're going to have to bear to become who God's called you to become. Some situations some of you are going through are going to have to go through. But don't, don't, don't sweat the small stuff. You are in the process of becoming. Don't sweat the small stuff, baby. You're, be- you're, you're in the process of becoming who God's calling you to become. He's molding you. He's shaping you. He's making you into somebody, into a vessel that He can use to bless somebody else. I don't know if you've ever noticed it, but God... Yeah. When they, let me give you an example. When they brought the bread, the five loaves and two fish, what did He do? He blessed it. And then He broke it. Everybody wants the blessing, but nobody wants the brokenness. blessed it isn't that nice you break it but in the breaking there was a multiplication that took place you see God is helping you to become who he wants you to become not just for you but it's also for somebody else to be an encouragement to someone. They say, hey, if they got healed, I can get my healing. If they can walk through the fire, I can walk through the fire. If they, if they can endure the storm, I can endure the storm. It's not just, it's for everybody. It's, it's, it's a blessing to be broken, but then you're broken to be a blessing. He blessed it, he broke it, and then he gave. So that it would be a blessing to somebody else. It's a process. God always empowers those who receive Him. God always empowers those who say, Not my will, but thy will be done. Joseph in Psalms 105 references Joseph. Verse 17, he sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant whose feet they hurt with fetters. He was laid in iron until, until, until the time that his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. He was sold. He was betrayed by his brothers. He was sold as a servant. He was bound in a prison cell until God said, time is up. Enough is enough. Joseph, you went, everything, you went through everything you've gone through. I was getting you to a place where you could become who I need you to become. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. The reason you've been going through what you've been going through is because God is trying to work in you, do a work in you, to mold you and make you into becoming who He needs you to become. God needed somebody to save his people. He needed a Moses to deliver his people. He needed a Gideon to, to bring victory over the Midianites. He needed a David to fight the giant. God needs you to become who He's calling you to become. He has a purpose. We love Romans 8:20. I love it. It's one of my favorites. All things this is my altar. This was let down in my altar call, but I'm jumping right to it. The, all things work together for the good to them that are called. The called, according to his purpose. There is a reason why you're going through what you're going through. When I was, it, it was actually, I think it was Friday night at men's retreat, Pastor Garrett was speaking. And he was speaking, and this word just came to me, becoming. coming. And that was the seed that really began percolating in my spirit for this message. Becoming. Get home. I was checking my text messages and Instagrams, and Brother Stanley Hopkins shared something, and it had the same word, becoming. I called him yesterday. I said, bro, you're not going to believe this. But, and I said, and I have proof because after Friday night, I talked to Pastor Garrett. And I said, I don't know what it is, but there was a, you said there was something you said. And God just, it was like, it was like, and I'm not wanting to, you know, God gives me a word and a specific word. But sometimes it just, but it was just becoming, becoming, becoming. Be, there's a reason. Becoming, becoming, becoming. Our church is becoming. We heard from him last Wednesday. He wants to give us the best of Bakersfield. the process of becoming there's some molding there's some there's some shaping that's been going on there's some trials that people have been walking through there's some development that's been taking place why because god is helping us to become who he wants us to become he wants this church to become a revival church a beacon of light a lighthouse in a dark city I have to be careful because people are going to think this is arrogant. And I've shared this with a couple ministers this week. And I said, don't, this isn't arrogant. I said, I hope and pray. I was talking to Brother Hopkins yesterday. I said, I hope and pray. And I talked to Pastor Garrett. I hope and pray. Greater Bakersfield, True Tabernacle, all these other Pentecostals. I hope they all feel the same way about their church, their local assembly. I hope they, they got the best. They feel the best. But I feel like God's given us the best. Yeah. 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 Not because of me. But because of Him, because God is helping us to become who God is calling us to become. He is calling us to be more than conquerors, to be a city set on a hill whose light cannot be hid. Oh, praise God! First, first Peter chapter 4, verse 12 Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you that tries a greek word pros means to strengthen one's form to strengthen one's form you're going through what you're going through to get strength from it god is helping you to become who he needs you to become who you need to become in him but it says the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings that when His glory shall be revealed. It's not about our glory. It's about His glory. It's not about what's good. It's about what's good for His kingdom. He's wanting, he wants us to become who He's calling us to become for His glory, for His kingdom, for His purpose. That's what eight. 828 of Romans is talking about for His purpose. It's not my purpose. It's His purpose. God is bringing us along the way. We are in the process of becoming. And in that process, we have to learn to trust Him. It's been mentioned several times. It was sung about in some of the songs, trust in Him. But as we trust in the, in the, in the, the process and I just tell somebody, trust the process. Trust the God of the process. Because you are becoming who, exactly who God needs you to become. For His purpose. For His glory. For His kingdom. It's not my kingdom. It's not yet. It's His kingdom. I'm just thankful to be a part of the kingdom, aren't you? Job 23, verse 10, But he knoweth the way that I take, and when he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Can I? Can I can... What's, what's important is not the burden of becoming, even though that's the title. What's important is that you become who God's calling you to become. I want to to spend a few minutes, and I have spent a few minutes, on the burdens of becoming, the trials. Tribulation. The fire. The potter's wheel. The cross that you carry and follow Christ. It's the burden. But the burden of becoming pales in comparison to arriving. Arriving. The burdens we carry won't mean a thing when we arrive to that heavenly city. Some of us are praying and fasting for revival, but when the the next one comes and prays through and gets the Holy Ghost, it all pales in comparison to the so keep on praying. Keep the burden for souls, keep on fasting. It's gonna be worth it all. Oh, somebody give him praise. James 1 and 12, "Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. You just keep bearing the burden that God's placed on your life. You just keep be in the, just stay in the process. Don't take yourself off the potter's wheel. You just you just stay right where God has you. You just let God have His will. You just let God keep helping you become because you're being tried. But I'm telling you, there's a promise. There's a promise of eternal life. There's there's a promise of a a crown of eternal life. Psalm sixty six and ten. For thou, O God, hast proved us. Thou hast tried us as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the net. Thou laidest affliction upon our loins. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. And that doesn't sound very nice, does it? How many like people walking on your head? Anybody like people sitting on your head? Standing on your shoulders? Push you down in the water? Having to walk through the fire? But the verse doesn't end there. Thou broughtest us into the net. Thou laidest affliction upon us. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. That sounds great, doesn't it? Oh, happy day. We went through fire and then we went through the water. But. Oh, here comes the blessing. (laughs) Here comes the becoming. But thou broughtest us out into. Did you catch that? Thou brought us out into. The only way out was to go through that. The only way to get in is I had to come out. The only way I could come out was I had to go through and bear some burdens. But thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I feel like God's saying, Apostolic Rock Church, you are becoming. And I'm leading you from this to this. I believe we are in a, a, a season of transition. We are in a process of becoming. That God has placed burdens on us. We have been going through some trials. Some of us have been going through some trials for a long time. But the whole point is that God has been helping us and working on us in the process of becoming who God wants us to become. So that He can have His will and His way and bring us into a wealthy place. Revival place. Man, I thought y'all would be shouting on that. Some of y'all I know have gone through some heavy trials and you've had some heavy burdens to bear. Some of you got loved ones and gone through sickness and health problems and Some of you got stuff right now, but you're... Hey, guess what? You're just in the process of becoming. Just trust God of the process. Isaiah 43 and 2. Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. God knows your name. Thou art mine. Michael Mullins, you belong to me. And when thou passest through the waters... I will be with thee. And through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Oh, but these are some burdens. Yeah, but you're becoming who I need you to become. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. When I think of who He is, He's the Lord my God, the Holy One of Israel. When I think of who he is, it helps in the becoming process. Because you don't know like I know how good my God is to me. He's doing something great in my life. He brought me a mighty long way. You don't understand just where he brought me from. I may still be in the process, But I know I'm still moving, I'm still growing in God. He's got a bigger, better plan in mind. He's got a purpose, he's got a reason. Said it, I'll say it again. All things work together for the good. Not all things are good, but all things are gonna work for the good. There's some things we go through that are horrible, Brother Nichols. There's some things and situations we got to endure and face. We don't like it. We don't, it we, there's pain, there's suffering, there's water, there's fire. seems like we're going through it, but we're still in the process. Job said, though he slay me. Job, what was going on? Job said, I'm just going through the process. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. <laughs> yet will I trust him. The opposite of trust is fear. I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. And I'm going through the process and I'm walking through. What are the three Hebrews? We're not careful to answer you, O king. We're not going to bow. Boys, warm up that furnace. These three boys right here ain't going to bow. Nope. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. We're not bowing. We're going to serve the one true God. Are you sure about that? Bind them up and cast them in the fire. Here they go. They get bound. How you like that process now? Bind them up and throw them in. You know what's cool? They were walking around in the fire. What that tells me, the thing that bound them, burn off. They endured the process of becoming... Why? Because when they got out, they had the opportunity to testify to a crazy old king who said, by the way, now everybody in this nation, we're going to serve the one true God. They endured the burden of becoming, and God got the praise. That's the way it has to be. I'm enduring the burden of becoming, not for my glory or praise. It's for His glory, for His purpose, for His kingdom. Oh, hallelujah. To God be all the glory. David said in Psalms 23 and 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear, means I'm going to trust in God, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That rod of correction, he chastiseth. We talked about this on Father's Day a couple weeks ago. That I'll chastise who he chastiseth or chasteneth who he loves. Sometimes God uses the rod of correction on me. I go, ouch. Thank you, I'll have another. Sometimes that conviction and word is sharper than any two-edged sword, and I'm like, ooh, that one stung a little bit. And I have to humble myself and say, thank you, God, for allowing me to become who you're calling me to become. I may not be what you called me to be just yet, but thank God I'm not what I used to be, and I'm still in the process, and you're still dealing. He's still working on me. I got a ton of notes and I'm out of time. I'm going to skip a whole section. I'll just come down to this. There is a purpose. And I'm closing to the becoming process. And it is to become who God is calling us to become. Deuteronomy 27, verse number 9. And Moses and the priests, the Levites, spake unto all Israel, saying... Take heed and hearken, O Israel. This day, thou art become the people of the Lord thy God. You went through this and you went through that. You had to go through the plagues and you had the Passover and you went across the Red Sea. You're in the wilderness, but you had to go through everything that you've gone through to become my people. Who are now going to be separate and holy. And called unto myself. Blessed by God. The people of God. That everybody else is going to say. Hey there goes the people of God. Their God is the one true God. Everything Israel that you went through. Today thou art become. Oh my goodness. Isn't it going to be great when you get to hear. Well done thou good and faithful servant. Enter in. <laughs> Psalm 66 and 12. Oh, bless our God, ye people, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. For we went through the fire <clears throat> and through water, but thou brought us out again, it says it again, into a wealthy place. Praise God. The purpose of the burden is to help us become who God is calling us to be. God, I don't like carrying this burden. I don't like this weight. I don't like this trial. Yeah, nobody else likes it either. Nobody else likes carrying their burden. But trust in the Lord with all thine heart lean not to thine own understanding and in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. And I just came tonight to preach this message. You are becoming who God is calling you to be. You are in the process of becoming who the Lord needs you to be. There, There are some things that God is revealing in us, in our maybe we didn't know was there. You ever experienced that? And you're like, "Ooh, I didn't know I really had that emotion or that feeling, or I had that towards that person or I didn't know I had that attitude. I didn't even know that was that was there." I, and God, some had that word of God that was like sharpening, just reached in and to our spirit and ding, got it. We're like, oh, ouch. God deals with me and I repent. I say, God, I'm sorry. I didn't even know that was there. I just, I felt that way. I acted that way. I thought, I had that thought. God, please forgive me. And and we, and God deals with this. And it's because God is helping us become who He needs us to become. The burden can get heavy. There is a fire that sometimes you have to walk through. There's, there's a water you have, to, you have to tread some water. And some valleys that you're going to walk through. Some of you walk through a valley right now. But yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because I'm in the process of becoming who God wants me to become. Let's stand together. Several years ago, and I've taught this many times, but 1 Samuel 16, we find David becomes Saul's personal armor bearer. David plays for Saul. David is called a mighty man of war. He wasn't just an eight-year-old kid. That was 1 Samuel chapter 16. 1 Samuel chapter 17, you find that the Philistines are there at the Valley of Elah, which belonged to Judah, and David was from the tribe of Judah, so he had some ownership in this thing. And previously, previous chapter, David was Saul's armor-bearer, so why would the king with his armor be there without an armor-bearer? No, David was there. And the Bible says the Philistine came out and said, Send me a man. Goliath was there, he was hiding. Shammah, Benadab, the three eldest brothers of David, they were all there too. David left. And he went to tend to his father's sheep. You can read 1 Samuel 17, verse number 14, 15. Go down and read it. You'll see it's there. The Bible says David returned, left. He returned to feed his father. So he left, left the battle. Here comes Goliath, send me a med. David takes off. Bible says David comes back, you know, David, Jesse sends him some food. Go see how the battle's going or what's going on. It sounds awful quiet over there. I don't think nothing's going on. David shows up. Hey! He around. Bible says the Philistine, David comes back. Philistine had presented himself 40 days. 40 is always the number of preparation. 40 years in the wilderness, 40 days. Jesus 40 prayed and fasted 40 days before he began his ministry. It's always a number of preparation. And David says, is there not a cause? Wasn't there a cause the first time? Yeah, but he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. This time, David comes back and he said, there was a lion and there was a bear. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. There was a lion and there was a bear that came, and God delivered them into my hand come against you in the name of the Lord. If he can, he can deliver the lion and the, and the bear, he can deliver a giant too. David, how come you had to go back for 40 days? I think he was in the process of becoming. He's probably practicing his art of the sling. Because in 40 days, in 35 days, in 30 days, in 15 days, in two more days, I'm going to have a giant victory. feel the Holy Ghost right now and what I'm feeling fixing to say I feel like you have been in the process of becoming and there's a giant victory just ahead you've been bearing the burden of becoming but there's a process that is fixing to reveal why there's a giant I've been preparing you for this day Come against me with sword and spear, devil, but I come against you in the name of the Lord. I've been praying, I've been fasting, I've been tending the sheep, and God's gonna deliver you into my hand, and I'm gonna cut the head off of the giant. Why? Because he endured the process, he carried the burden. realize before before oh man this is fresh right here before David left he was he was an armor bearer but when he returned he had the armor of God because he said I come against you in the name of the Lord be thankful for the process of becoming because God is calling you to a place I believe in a, sp- a specific appointed purpose. There's a specific appointed purpose for everyone. Ecclesiastes three. To every season, there's a purpose. You've been going through a season of carrying a burden, of becoming. But I feel like there's a season of victory. There's a season of revival. There's a season of Saul's killed us thousands, David's killed us ten thousands. Apostolic Rock Church, you've been great. You've been have you have on a Wednesday night, you have 60, 70, 72, 75. Grant it, Lord, just let us enter into season. Apostolic Rock Church on a Wednesday night, you have 750, 755. church you got you got 90 people on sunday morning sometimes 96 98 always flirting around sometimes you've even you've even right a thousand. where are we going to put i don't know that's not my problem i just work here it's not my not my problem (laughs) My problem, I just work here. How many are willing to keep on carrying whatever burden God's placed on you? To go ahead and just trust God through the process. Can I I just talk to the Apostolic Rock Church? Can we just together trust God through the process of becoming the church God is calling us that God needs us to become? This is what i feel god is calling us he's molding and making and shaping us into the church he wants us needs us to become oh can we just love him can we just lift up our hands we just lift up our hands right now and trust God. If you're tr- if, Will you trust Him through the process? Will you trust God? Will you keep carrying whatever burden that God has placed in your life to carry, to become who God needs you to become for His glory, for His glory, for His purpose, for His kingdom? God, we trust in You. We depend on You.